Rachel Daly is a striker. The end. The Koi Gig Pod on OTB Sports. She's got great passing range. She scores goals. She's great in the air. Brilliant in the air. Yeah. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mo. So we're turning our attention to the German football team after their one-all draw with Spain last night. I'm delighted to say German football analyst Jasmine Baba is with us. Jasmine, good morning to you. How are you? Yeah, all good after last night. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I mean, I thought that maybe Germany were going out of the World Cup for half an hour. I mean, not out-out, obviously, with the way results have gone. They're still alive, but the quality of their performances hasn't quite been what we would have expected from a German side at a World Cup so far. What's your assessment of where they are? I think it's still in very much the transition phase from Yogi Love's side. I think we've seen that with the amount of changes Hansi Flick keeps on making to especially his back four. Um, and also the amount of youngsters coming into the side, first World Cups or just general youth players like the likes of Jamal Nusiala, Yusuf Makoku, Nicholas Fulkrog, obviously 29, made the headlines last night, but... This is his world. This is his first World Cup, and only his third German senior national team game. Um, obviously, with two goals now in those three games. So, um, still in that transition phase. Still not very consistent. Obviously, they've only had one win in their last couple across tournaments, the Nations League, friendlies and the World Cup. So yes, all different, all changing and quite uncertain around the German national team. Where does the responsibility of Hansi Flick lie with, uh, it's either great management to allow yourself to be open to a, a player in form, scoring goals and throwing him into your team, or it's like um, not quite understanding what the available resources were. I think it's a bit of both. Um, it's quite obvious that this is a very different tournament to all teams. No one has really looked outstanding except for the likes of maybe Brazil. And because of the timing of the World Cup, we are seeing so many more injuries. We would have probably seen the likes of Timo Werner and Lucas Nemetra being picked in the striker roles for this Germany team. Even Leroy Sane has been injured and it's only came in for a short time last night. So, I mean, it's a bit of both. We can talk about the attacking side all day and how there isn't as much quality in other countries as there is in Germany up front and what Germany need. But there's also a discussion to be have um, to he had in the terms of defence in centre-back. The fact that Schlotterbeck has not really been informed but got chosen, especially to start against Japan. Um, the likes of who's going to be at right-back because Sula didn't look quite up to the job against Japan, looked better as a centre-back last night, but instead Tilo Kera, who is also a centre-back, filled out for right-back last night. So, 
it's not particularly who's on form, but it's also who carries the big name who plays at Dortmund or Bayern Munich that maybe should not also play. And also Hansi Flick's kind of tactics into the role has not really changed from his Bayern days either. So it gives a lot to look at and see where the weaknesses are. So for instance, whenever he plays Kimmich and Goretzka together, and this has been a tell from his Bayern days, that they tend to be a little bit more um, weak at counterattacks and defending those counterattacks. And we saw that against Japan. It was a strange one, Jasmine, because I guess the problem against Japan was they couldn't take any of the many chances that they created. And then last night, they just couldn't really create chances uh, until the goal. And... Like, is this experiment of <clears throat> Thomas Muller through the middle, uh, you know, is Andy Flick quite ready to, to dump that if, it, if it's not working? It didn't seem to work last night, for example. Honestly, I can't say for sure. I think people have realised that Thomas Muller as a number nine hasn't really worked. It worked in the sense last night that they wanted him to press and to press Spain last night was their main goal to disrupt their play, to make sure they couldn't have the possession or do much with the possession that they normally have and could, could do as seen against Costa Rica. So in that, in terms of that, that works very well. And Thomas Muller is good at that. But the thing is, was when you press is when you win the ball, you're supposed to do something with it. And the selection last night especially showed that the players that they put on couldn't quickly transition from a ball win into a goal-scoring opportunity. And that's where also Thomas Muller lacks because he doesn't have the speed as, say, Yusuf Makoku, even Kai Havertz. So the problem last night was not like a defined problem they set up to just disrupt Spain and thought about the goals later. Whereas Japan, they just couldn't finish their chances. They they didn't really care for what Japan did. It was all about them attacking, them having possession, where the kind of role changed. They were the Japan against Spain. So it's two different problems, and it's this kind of consistency that Hansi Flick can't put his team together. So against Japan, if he started Fulkrug or brought Fulkrug earlier on, especially with Musiala as a 10 behind him, we could have probably seen them finish a chance or two more. Instead, he took off um, Gundogan for Goretzka, so he made that balance of the team weaker and then didn't have the same attacking prowess than, that he did in the late stages last night. His substitutions last night were a little bit more... Um, effective they were needed to put on someone like Fulkrug but of course at that time it was a bit too late they could have maybe scored a second we saw Musiala take that shot instead of um, give it back to Fulkrug just before the actual goal so these are the kind of tactical problems that Hansi Flick has hasn't seemed to iron out which we can all see. Is Hansi Flick a good manager? Well, I, he's obviously won everything. I don't think a bad manager could win absolutely everything that there could be to win. But I think the time where he did win everything, he had a star-studded team. He had the kind of luck of timing that the fact that COVID had changed the course of the season. Throughout the 1920 season, 
Bayern were a bit behind in the league uh, coming up to Christmas and Borussia Mönchengladbach were on top of the league and they were a couple of points behind. And there was five teams still in the t- title race in, coming up to February. And it was only until that COVID break had affected everything, only Bayern managed to sustain their form from before to go on and win the title. And then obviously the Champions League had completely changed that summer and we had that fantastic game in Bayern versus um, Barcelona where it seemed like both defences had just not shown up. And I think those kind of things had kind of um, basically made a reputation for Flick to being a lot better than his actual substance is because on the last year of Hansi Flick's Bayern, they weren't as good. Tactically, they weren't as good as other teams. Um, the gap between Dortmund, how they played, and in terms of goals and conceding goals, were a lot, lot closer. And this is what he's bringing into the Germany team. So he obviously has loads of exper- experience under Jürgen Love. He was the assistant coach of the German national team from 2006 up to 2014. And I think there's a slight fear that some of his methods are maybe not updated enough to actually bring this German team out of the transition period that they're currently in. You mentioned um, Jamal Musiala and and like what a player. Like You forget that he's only 19 years of age. Uh, such quick feet, just really excite when he gets on the ball. And I know, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on his shoulders within Germany um, because he's such a talent, but uh, he really adds so much to that German team. He is absolutely wonderful. And the surprising thing about Musiala is that he has not stopped since last year. I remember talking about him last year and wondering why he isn't talked about more, but he is Bayern's top scorer at the moment. And um, really, he's not only helping the German national team, he's helping Bayern Munich be where they are at the moment. So he's a wonderful talent. He's He makes decisions light years of beyond his age. Um, the way that he can just set up and lay off balls to absolutely anyone, especially while being pressurized by other players and in tight spaces, is, again, magical and world-class. Having seen the results go their way in the last 24 hours, what's the level of confidence like amongst uh, the German supporters at this stage? It's a lot better, but the Germans are very good at keeping their feet grounded well onto the floor. Um, they're, they're not taking anything for granted. They know that Costa Rica will be very hard to crack down on, especially with their win against Japan. They basically set up shop and just worked on um, counterattacks, which is... Um, what Germany kind of suffered with against Japan. So despite that being optimism, you know, they are very, very cautious about this last match, but they are all in agreement about one thing and they, everyone wants to see Nicholas Fulkrug start. Um, so yeah, he's really grabbed all the headlines for Germany to um, this tournament. 
has he kind of papered over the cracks of of Timo Werner's absence? Because I guess, I guess heading into the World Cup, you're, you're thinking that that's a a man who's missing <clears throat> who can score goals and has that bit of experience. But um, Fulkrug, I guess, has has kind of papered over that to some extent. I guess it's kind of hard to say if it's papered over the cracks. They're two different problems and they're two different players. So Timo Werner would have definitely helped if they were working those quick transitions more. But there has been a problem with scoring goals with Timo Werner in the side as well. So that kind of box presence striker that they've needed to finish off many of the draws that they had in the Nations League leading up to this tournament um, has been with Timo Werner involved and they probably would have found a solution in the Nations League if they had chosen Fulcroak to start for them because they hold up loads of possession where Timo Werner works in with space in depth a lot more. So he likes to collect the ball and run, whereas Nicholas Fulcroak can receive the ball in the box and he knows how to read the box a lot better. So that's why we see kind of the positions he was in last night, the kind of goal scoring he was in last night. If anything, this actually shows up Germany's problem of um, where they are and what they need in that team, especially if they plan to be a team with a lot more possession, especially against weaker sides, such as the Well, I rate Japan. I think they're quite a good team with possession. And there's obviously Europa League winners and Europa League players and Champions League players in that team. But against... Germany against Japan, Germany is expected to have more of the possession. And when they are the team with possession, you will need a striker, a bit like Fulcroak, to hold up the ball and be a plan B, especially when you want crosses into the box when a team defends quite low back. You want to have a plan B with crosses high and low and have that box presence and when you're working it in with the ball, you want someone, a striker like him, to lay off uh, balls into the box as well. Yeah, last question for you then. Um, where do you think Germany go out of the World Cup? But knowing everything you know about it and the possibility that they could go out on Thursday night, uh, kick off at 7 o'clock against Costa Rica, it's unlikely. But where, how far do you think this team is going to get? Well, if you asked me before the tournament, I would have probably said... <laughs> quarterfinals but the loss of Japan makes me really really cautious I cannot predict it at all I would still like to say the the optimist in me will say semi-finals the realist in me is very worried about the group stage so that's all I'm going to give in terms of predictions all right fair enough Jasmine great to have you with us thanks a million thank you OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember Effortless shave, magnificent mode.